You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from HeistCon 2019, we're cruising in with our professional badges thanks to a little help from some old friends. You son of a bitches, I'm in. Hey, and so is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. I'm Brandon. And welcome. Welcome to the show where I don't have to do this by myself. (laughs) we're back together we've we got the crew back together brandon we're (laughs) we're we're, we're doing this thing it perfectly placed perfectly placed uh timing uh, of this episode for us to come back it's like Uh, it's like one of those movies where where we get into an argument and like there's a a, you know there's a a falling out and then we come back to it even though the falling out was meeting at disney world we come back stronger better than ever and well, okay, maybe not better than ever. <laughs> but by the end of the episode, we'll we'll find out. But yes, uh, from from the start, thank you, Brandon, for holding down the fort last week as we attempted to record an episode on the road, but it didn't didn't work out so well. And uh, it's great to be back. Thank you to everyone that listened and enjoyed the last episode. Thank you to those that listened and didn't, didn't enjoy it. I just appreciate <laughs> you listening. Uh, but yeah, we're back. We're excited for another episode of Rick and Morty to discuss. If if you are new to the show and you want to figure out how you can interact with us, there are many ways you can do that. You can head over to Reddit, either uh, rickandmorty.reddit.com or rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com to get involved in the discussions about the show. You can hit us up on Twitter. We're at Rick and Morty Pod. You can also go to www.rickandmortypod.com. That website has all of our episodes and information about who we are we're on facebook we're on gmail you can send us an email at rick and at gmail.com uh yeah and, and you can send us all sorts of ideas you can also watch live if you if you want to see what we look like uh you can follow us over at uh twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or over on youtube youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm where you can subscribe catch replays of the videos or you know watch us live and interact with the show which uh, some folks are starting to do right now they're they're trickling in oh yeah so, uh, yeah, yeah. Wel- welcome 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 <laughs> uh also t-shirts t-shirts we got merch we got merch people uh if you head over to tpublic.com slash store slash interdimensional dash rss i don't yeah. know how important the yeah. dash or, is I'm, or or there's a link or there's a link it seems our, really important the, well, the, the link is out there check in the show notes but uh yeah you can get officially licensed fan art t-shirts uh including swag from this podcast you can get your interdimensional rss t-shirts which some of you have done and shared on social media and it is still it's really me. weird to think about people walking around <laughs> with our faces on their chests but uh Thank you for doing that if you did. And uh, the other way that you can support the show financially is, of course, going to patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod, where you can donate a few dollars and support this show. Help keep the lights on. Thanks to everybody that is doing that. Uh, Brandon. Yay. What's the haps? What? Look, what? At, look, at, look at that break you had where you didn't have to talk at all. <laughs> I it's know. so great it to is, be back. It is so it, it, it is so great to have you back because I can I can legitimately just space out and 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 look at and look at uh, the the twitch and the youtube and be like oh look people are talking and i can type to them while you're talking and then and, and then come back in where you're like uh, great point right and i say yeah brandon brandon did you hear anything i said <laughs> uh it's yeah like, it's like we're doing two separate podcasts mutually alone it's 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 a great time. It is it is the pinnacle of of podcasting here at International the, RSS. The, these are actually asynchronous feeds that Travis just talks to and then I respond to whether it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I or recorded not. mine 4 hours ago <laughs> and you're finally catching up. I just leave in the gaps and you expertly fill them. Uh anyway, let's <laughs> let's move Ooh. into the first no. segment of our podcast and that of course is semi pertinent news. Well, 
Hey, semi news. That's all I got. Ah, good stuff. Uh, one of the favorite things about one of my favorite things about doing these live and live streaming them uh, and the fact that you've rearranged your office and we get a new perspective about oh, yeah. where That's you're right. recording is we can actually see that you have musical instruments in the same room as you. Uh, I'm not lying. Not getting used at all. I'm not. not <laughs> like I can. No, uh, there's drums back there. I, I, I can do. I can play music sometimes. Yeah. Just could. not just not with could. my voice. <laughs> Uh, well, first up in semi-pertinent news, we have some video game news. Uh, this is in the, the mobile gaming spectrum. Uh, the, the classic titan of mobile gaming, Zynga. Is that, is that how you pronounce that? <laughs> Zynga. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Merge Dragons is a game that, that the kids like to be playing these days. And they have done a Rick and Morty crossover where Rick and Morty have invaded the world of Merge Dragons, and uh, and they sent us like a press release about it, and we're like, yeah, cool. Uh, I didn't know anything about Merge Dragons, and then today at work, someone's like, yeah, Rick and Morty showed up in the game I play on my phone. It was really weird. <laughs> I was like, it's like, not. Somebody plays that. It's, it's not pl- Merge Dragons, is it? And they're like, yeah, it is. I was like, oh, well. We're- were you about that officially were, you know, six hours before did, everybody did, else did you did you make the joke yeah the game is called pocket mortys of course they're in that game <laughs> yeah they're in there fresh new mortys every week you dumb you dumb idiot you dumb stupid white <laughs> milk toast. white guilt <laughs> milk um yeah i we they they hit us up uh Kind of, it feels like last minute. They hit us up on the 21st of November. Yep. Zynga did, uh, their, their press person, and said, hey, uh, if you promise to uh, be embargoed, uh, we'll we'll give you some information. We said, yeah, sure, we'll be embargoed till whatever day you have in mind. And I was like, okay, cool, yeah. The, the event starts tomorrow. 5 a.m. <laughs> and here's the press yeah. release. I'm like, that's not, what. Well, I mean, it, the day's over already, uh, sister. But I anyway. mean, I, I'll i give them the benefit of the doubt. If we were like a traditional news organization or like a gaming site. If we had we reach. Wanted, <laughs> yeah, if we had to like actually write material oh, yeah. for release, that gives us a little bit of time to put something together prior to it getting out there. I, I, get, but, I guess. But uh, we got a right. set schedule. You know, we, we do things you know at a certain time yeah no no so so merge dragons i did i did download this a long time ago and it's a good it's a cool little concept have you ever played it nope uh basically you level up things by mer- it's kind of like dota underlords where in order to level up things you have to merge like things now we're talking now we're talking um, except i can actually play dota underlords on my phone <laughs> so i don't need a game like it right, I can right just play right. that one uh yep and uh so the so that that's it in the in this in the the rick and morty kind of limited series event uh rick and morty are there uh, collecting gems or something like that uh we we talk we talk about rick and morty merchandise just how expansive it is and how much of it is whether it makes sense or not uh here's Here's a great example of, of that. Uh, but hey, Zynga, they got they got the they got the they got real Zynga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, let's uh, let's let's move on from Zynga. If you are interested in Merge Dragons, we have no codes or anything that you can put in to get nope. fr- free stuff. Uh, but you know, say hi to the game for. <laughs> uh, moving on to other merchandise. Uh, I'm skipping the second bullet here, Travis. The Rick and Morty versus D&D starter set is out. Uh, for those of you on the live stream, uh, uh, it's barely it's barely in frame. All my D&D books are right down there at the bottom oh. of the shelf. Uh, and there's just simply no room for, for this set, uh, but I will make room. <laughs> I, I am willing to make room. Uh, that's right. This is... <clears throat> So it was announced a while ago. I think we've talked about it for a few uh, different iterations of episodes, but it is finally out. It's been released. You can go purchase it on Amazon or at a game store, 
local comic shop, wherever you you get your D and D stuff. Uh, but this is this is a starter set uh, for D and D. I I I like to think if you read the uh, Rick and Morty versus D and D comics and hadn't played D and D at all, this is you are squarely in the demo for for this product. If if you are interested in D and D, you're a huge Rick and Morty fan. You've never really played, but you're interested in playing. Uh, highly recommend picking up this set because it will walk you and a few of your friends through the first three levels of of D and D, and and gives you basically everything you need to start a campaign. It includes a DM screen with some cool Rick and Morty art Ooh. on there. Ooh. Uh, I th- and then I think it's got some character sheets, uh, ah. Ins- ah. Uh, as well as a, a printed out adventure. That, yeah, exactly. Uh, no promises, nothing set in stone. But if we get our hands on this, I, I definitely think we should try to run a Rick and Morty campaign in the very near off season of, of Rick and Morty season four. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe we could get some special guests or somebody to come in yeah. and play with us. Uh, that'd be, that, that would that'd be, be cool. That'd be, that'd be, re- that'd be really, 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 really cool. And you know, with, with that whole D and D thing in mind, he, the next episode of Rick and Morty is claw and hoarder, which is, uh, uh Morty gets a dragon, bro. Uh, so I think that is a, a perfect time for the starter set to come out to get to get yourself on the straight and D and D narrow uh, to to get spun up. D narrow the D and D narrow, the Robert D and D narrow. Uh, yeah, which speaking of, we have a two week break coming up. Essentially, well, we, I don't know. We don't necessarily have a two week break coming up, but the show does, and it's a great way to stretch out those five episodes. Uh, I yeah. think we'll I think we'll talk more about that at, at the end here, uh, but it's semi pertinent because there are, is they want <laughs> Adult Swim is forcing us to spend time with our families, which I you know I, I hate. So, uh, but you know what I don't hate, Travis? I What's don't hate, that Brandon. I don't hate the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Dan, 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 Dan. Ah, uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Harmon, social Dan, media Dan, minute. Dan. Uh, here we go. You got the, uh, those, Dan's, those chickas, <laughs> the, the chicka chickas. <laughs> Dan's <laughs> been working out. He uh, he's been he's been working out. He's been swimming. Uh-huh. Uh, and and when I went to check his social media feed over on Instagram, uh, that is most of what we've gotten is uh, he he has figured out a way to save his his live streams that he does on Instagram. And save those into his feed. So if you go look at like the last three or four uh, posts on Dan's uh, page, it is all of him working out. So, uh, <laughs> so, it, so and, got that. and and there's 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 not much else to say about it. He's 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 putting in the work. He he's he's rigged up a lot of interesting cameras uh around his house he's got underwater cameras in his swimming pool like with multiple (laughs) angles yeah and and like he practices swimming like underwater the length of his pool and then doing like a flip turn Uh uh-huh and and kicking back the other way uh and and yeah and he's got his he's got his trainer there with him like running the cameras and doing everything like it's it's a, it's, you know, it's it's not it's not my <laughs> cup of tea. I don't like stop my day and be like, let's watch Dan Harmon work out. Um, and and we do have somebody in the chat asking, is he actually dropping weight? He's probably dropping a little bit of weight. If anything, he's he's getting more fit and at least counteracting all of the vodka that he drinks. <laughs> so much, so much vodka. You know, do you think do you think when Harmontown is over, he's gonna uh, drink less? No, that's that's rhetorical. You didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <clears throat> but kudos to him for for staying motivated. I really do think the fact that he has built some sort of production out of his workout is what keeps him motivated to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, if if you're interested in in Dan Harmon's workout routine, uh, make sure you're following him on Instagram. That's Dan Harmon. 
uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're looking for Dan. If you're looking for Dan, you, you know where to Dan. You know where to find. Uh, and if you're not looking for Dan, maybe maybe you're just looking to hang out with us and talk about some Rick and Morty in the main thing. Oh, oh, you juke, you juke me out. I was trying to get as, as heisty as I could with bringing that horn section in. That's spicing it up. Yeah, uh, I'm, no, well, I'm yes. no elder. I'm no Ryan Elder. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't. You don't have a whole a whole computer full of samples to to choose from. That's, that's to mix true. up on the fly. <laughs> maybe use that pocket operator in the box. They call in it in the box. Oh, we listened to the same podcast today. Uh, all right. Uh, so yes, we have another episode. This episode is season four, episode three. One crew over the Krukus Morty. <laughs> Say that five times fast. I dare you. No. Uh, air date, of course, yesterday, November twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. Written by Katie Delaney. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by friend of the podcast Brian Newton. Uh, guest starring Justin. Tr- Thoreau. Thoreau. Uh-huh. I almost said Justin Trudeau. He he, he was with uh, Jennifer Aniston for a while. Uh, if you remember that one movie where they're at, like, uh, it's a David Wayne movie, Wanderlust, where him Is he and, the dude from The Leftovers? I think I think so. Yeah, he mm. he's the one that uh, Jennifer Aniston wants ends up uh, sleeping with. Uh, okay. While, while, yeah. while Paul Rudd is out there going like, my dick. You want my dick? <laughs> All right. And of course, Elon Musk is in this episode as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, Brandon, do you want to read through the bronopsis of this episode? <laughs> Lots of twists and turns this time, bruh. Wear your helmets. <laughs> the, the helmets to the part. point. I don't I don't recall any helmets <laughs> in the don't. episode. I, I don't I don't either. Uh <laughs> Yeah, why don't you why don't you read our synopsis? Oh, that you wrote so expertly. <laughs> yeah. Uh and this I'll be reading it for the first time. Uh it it, it goes a little something like this. It's heistception, bros. Thank oh you. no, the bros look at look at we, we did the old double cross. The bros <laughs> are on our crew now. And our synopsis has the bros. It's heistception. It's an international uh, RSS three. Let's so let's let's preface before we get too deep into the discussion about this episode a a long time mythos about this podcast and our our other podcast the the parent podcast if you will apathetic enthusiasm uh, and that's the fact that I have openly claimed for a number of years that I enjoy heist films openly yeah openly without without shame. Uh, I own the Italian job on DVD. Uh, <laughs> you own, I, you I like baby driver. I, I, I model the D and D character after Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I've watched oceans 11. Yeah. I think maybe oceans 12. I yeah. don't know if I've seen any other ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like heist films and, and I've said that I do. And so when this episode started, you knew and I watched the episode together we were just like, this is my episode. This one's for me. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it kind of was. It kind of yeah, was in a lot of ways. Yeah, it, it kind of was in so many, so many different ways. Um, yeah. So everyone, everyone listening to this, we imagine has has watched the episode. But of course, the whole thing. Let's just get that out of the way. Is all a ploy just to get Morty? Rick does a heist to make sure Morty doesn't. Uh, get his script to Netflix because Beth told him he has to make a decision based off his own disillusionment. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I mean, with, with with that little bit out of the way, uh, no bads. No Going back into the the heist movie madness of it is is what I call. Uh, uh, damn, 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 damn. When when that first little first little bit of heisting uh, happens and. Uh, he he gets he gets a crew together from uh, it was in the previews for the next next episode. Everybody knew like oh he got a crew together. The joke was ah 
that that's all I needed was for you to walk me in. Uh, the uh, the elaborateness of that, and the sons of a bi- sons of bitches right away from that. <laughs> like, okay, this this is it. This is this is for Travis. Just that that one scene, right? Uh, yeah. And when they when they just kept doing it over and over again, I'm like, yeah, why am I even why am I even watching this right now, Travis? This is Travis's solo version of this this episode. Yeah, no, it was great. And well, and the the assembling of the crews was was pretty solid. But I I have to give a nod to uh, Brian Newton uh who who directed the episode and and the way that he was able to capture that multi-panel sort of split screen effect with where he's like showing different angles of the same thing happening or sort of progressing through some stage in a heist using different parts of the screen which is used frequently and i think like the oceans 11 movies or, or oceans 8 i don't well, how many there are i don't know there's ocean movies i don't know uh, uh but the ocean, yeah the ocean it's, is it's used large. in some of those but the way the way they were able to capture the action and really embrace the genre uh whether they're mocking it or or just playing it straight i thought they did a great job of walking us through th- a, a lot of stuff very quickly without making us feel lost. I think we were able to to follow what was happening pretty well. At least I was, I, I won't speak for everybody, but I thought, I thought, I thought that, that was really great. And then of course the classic double cross, we, we get into <laughs> that really quickly in the heist off where they're double crossing and double, double crossing each other as they try to heist this crystal skull that, uh, that was going to i don't even remember what's the guy's name now it's miles knightley miles knightley that's right and uh and they end up giving him a a satchel of poo rick's poo (laughs) that's that's two sequential episodes featuring uh defecating rick and that that highbrow potty humor huh (laughs) gotta love it (laughs) conceptual potty humor uh, but yeah, and 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 all the while introducing a ton of <laughs> hilarious character concepts and ideas. Uh, yeah, no, I, I the first half of this, uh, the first half of this episode, I I, I absolutely loved. I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I I I, I did I did too. Uh, I when when Heistatron takes over. And, and the 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 joke about him heisting a planet was <laughs> I I didn't really realize what was happening at first, and I saw the the hidden gigantic hidden camera crushing and killing people, <laughs> yeah. then delivering the pizza box and just killing millions. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I. I on the uh, companion podcast, somebody talks about that just being the joke that like, that kills him. Uh, just being like, e- e- just so painfully obvious. And my my son, my eight, my seven year old, uh, watches it. Yes, I'm a bad parent. He he was like, "That's so obvious. Why is it? <laughs> why is it so obvious?" Yeah, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the, the joke that it's overkill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And I thought I thought it was interesting that. You know, when when we realize over the course of this episode, it's all Rick putting on this this con to to convince Morty not to pitch his his heist script to Netflix. But you think about the the stakes and how many people died that an entire planet's core was ripped from it and all of its inhabitants were killed uh, and, and a ploy to to keep Morty from pitching a script and pursuing his dream of of selling his heist film uh, to Netflix, the, the streaming giant. <laughs> which which I feel like somewhere in there, there's some underlying frustration, probably from Dan and maybe some of the other writers about how how Netflix takes in content and maybe you know, takes, takes writers and, and gives a lot of people opportunities in, in a way that wasn't necessarily available to writers 
even 10, 20 years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good uh, bit of um, observation. Uh, And I, I, that'd be something I'd like to discuss offline, not as to not piss off Dan. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's just good. Um, Yeah. He listens to this show every week, obviously. You, 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 you mentioned, yeah, that you liked the first half of the, the episode. Um, What about the second half of the episode? There, there is a point where you, you get into a little bit of back and forth with the heist bot and random bot. And we get into the inner sanctum of the heist bot. And Rick is going through what six levels of contrivance, contrivance. Exactly. Uh, And then it, and then it goes even deeper with the other bot uh, who I still have a hard time figuring out which was which, Uh, but, (laughs) but there's a point where there's just like two hours of them saying, but I programmed you to do that. And I program and that, portion of the episode felt a little bit slower to me I, it didn't feel i don't know I didn't, I didn't feel like it played as strong but i it once you get kind of through that and to the point where both of the bots have been destroyed and they need to get uh earth like they need to save earth before all of the structure explodes or whatever and and they go into uh, the, 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 the real heist, which was the heist for Morty's attention. Uh, I feel like it really picks up and pays off at the end with that final double cross, that final, (laughs) that final twist with that, with that final twist. Yeah. The, that, that back and forth, I I talked to you about this last night, uh, on directly after the show about, about that two hours later gag and, how how that didn't feel Rick and Morty ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it felt it felt uh, what did I uh, what did I say like like uh, trying to almost like a Simpsons esque gag. And I used the right. example of oh, when I stomp down on your foot, you smile and nod. Hello, Mister Thompson. I think he's talking to you. Like one of one of those types of gags, which is right. hilarious. Still, uh, this one I, I laughed, but also. It, uh, I'm like, uh, th- that doesn't, that didn't feel very smart. Um, but I, I will say that they did a good job of incorporating war games into the, it's learning. And the only way, the only perfect heist is not to have one written or whatever that line is. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did find that, that interesting, like, in 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 a in an intellectual way, some of the concepts and and on and on rewatches, kind of thinking more about what they're talking about in those in those exchanges. Um, I, I realized that the like two hours later, like title card, uh, they use that a few other times in the episode to kind of show how time is quickly passing. And I wonder if that's just something they picked up from maybe some of the heist films that they watched for reference or something, or if, or if it was just like the easiest mechanic to show that passage of time in, in an episode where they're already doing some really significant cuts and, and playing with frames and the way yeah. time passes and jumping in and out of flashbacks and things like that. Uh, I, I give them a little bit of Liberty in using that, but it is, it was interesting to see. There's a, there's a really interesting conversation that's popping up in the Twitch chat right now. And it's, it's in our show notes. So I I think we should probably address it. Uh, but, but it's about the fact that there, uh, really wasn't a B plot in this episode, uh, gives some credit to moderately sober for, for, for shouting this out as well, that there, there wasn't a B plot. And also the fact that we didn't really, spend any time with the rest of the Smith family almost at all in this episode. This, this really just rode that singular thought of, of the heist and the interactions between Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's right. Yeah. Well, I, we write in there, uh, the notes, distinct lack of the family, except summer and Beth, uh, really summer being the catalyst for all of it by making Rick, 
feel that that sense of oh he's going to be abandoned um in in him lashing out i mean in 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 some ways it's it's um well i was going to say recapturing the 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 vindicators episode uh Which is another, which, uh, which is another Brian directed episode. Another Brian episode. His his least favorite. He will, he will also admit to. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, we talk we talk about vindicators that he, he does everything for noob noob, uh, but that there's there's probably still a certain uh, you know he cares about Morty in some way shape or form whether or not he likes to admit it or not. Uh, but there's there's shades of that kind of abandonment with within the, with the episode right uh but props, I think- props to coas 11 uh moderately sober giving him credit uh coas 11 him or her they you uh <laughs> for for actually calling it out in the chat uh yeah what do you what do you think about these episodes that that sort of just stick to that one track do you do you feel like it breaks the mold too much or or it's like are are you cool if, with them focusing in on one topic for for a whole episode uh, if, if, if the storyline sort of fills all of that, or I, I, I didn't realize until well after watching it that we didn't get any kind of like B plot. Yeah, you're, 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 you're right about that. Um, well just let, let's just think about the other episodes in season four so far, which this is, this is, uh, for our, uh, season four recap, uh, later, but it, uh, edge of Rick, uh, edge of Tamorty was just a very kind of like just everywhere. It was it was it was a lot of different places, uh, but just kind of stuck with that that sci-fi kind of con- conceptual thing. Uh, the old man in a seat, very very strong A plot, very uh, decent B plot, right? And I would say that that episode is is more structured. It was more structured. This one is structured to this to so streamlined, but because there's like so much back and forth and and just like when you watch a heist movie and you're like, wait, what? How did how did that how did that happen? How did that how does that work? I don't even know how that works. When did that when did they do that? I don't remember that. It it seemed a little <laughs> How did he know to do a heist before they even talked about doing the heist? How did <laughs> How did he double cross the heist that he didn't know was going to be a heisted? It's a paradox. It's a it's like watching Terminator Two, and you're like, well, no. How does it all happen? To find yeah. out, watch Terminator Dark Fate or whatever it's called. Doesn't the new matter. one. The new one. Um. So yeah, I, and, I, I, and, I, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I was just going to say, I I think some reprieve from the heisting would have been good for me i think yeah. that would have i i like the episode but i think it would have been better if i could have just just taken a break from being heisted for one scene in the middle uh but i didn't get that so yeah. we're, we're we're with what we have i i think i think in an alternate dimension if if there was a version of this that still runs through the highlights of the heist story plot but then maybe has jerry doing like a really low budget low threat sort of heist or something and you have you have some sort of story where he's like trying to steal his rake back from his neighbor's backyard or something and he keeps screwing it up or whatever like i don't know there's there's opportunities to to kind of lower the threat and and poke fun at jerry or something and and it still kind of ties into the story I don't know. It, yeah. but it, it, instead of having all that high energy, quick, like back and forth, you can kind of just go, go down to Jerry's level for a little bit yeah. and see what's, see what's going on. Down there. That, that I, I, th- I exactly. I, you, you, you nailed it. So it, this episode is I tiring. Um, it, it, it is high. Not energy, just cause so it plays it, at 1130. <laughs> no. Uh, again, I liked it. Uh, but it, it, it took, it takes it a little bit out more out of me to keep up with that frenetic pacing of, of the editing with all the, with all the scenes shooting up horizontal. And, uh, as Brian talks about in the companion podcast, you know, the, like hanging on a, a particular scene as something else is happening, 
and then holding on that scene as this goes away, then something else pops in. Um, that, uh, although like magnificent directing and, and super cool to me, how, how they all did that, uh, you know, it, yeah, a reprieve sometimes. But, and, and at the same time, Dan Harmon has been pretty adamant about his disdain for <laughs> heist films and, yeah. uh, what's, uh, What's the one? Uh, now you now you see me. Now you see me. Uh, he he did a rant on uh, Harmontown. I think Sire Dark shared a link in the chat uh, to to his rant. But um, yeah, so he's he's openly said he doesn't he doesn't like these types of movies. So to build an episode about it, it and and have Rick sort of hate the genre, but still masterfully, you know, work within it. Uh, I find really interesting and, and, and it's sort of this weird commentary on disliking a genre, but, but doing that in a way where you perfectly sort of recreate the genre within, within your content too. It's, 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 it's well, it's well executed for sure. Yeah. I, I think the best way to critique something is to know what about it is that bothers you or, or the, or that you dislike. You know, it, it's it's one thing to say, I don't like Star Wars. And then, well, why don't you like Star Wars? I don't know. Just not a yeah. fan of it. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. Did you have a conversation with my wife recently? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you uh, in order to if, if you are the person who is was charged with drafting up a parody or, or a, a film or whatever, taking Star Wars down, and you say, I don't know what I don't like about it. I just know that I don't like Star Wars. Then you are the probably the the poorest informed person to right. to to be uh, put in charge of that project. Yeah. Uh, so Harmon's uh, enthusiastic disdain of the heist genre, I, I think, is important for him to masterfully take it down. Yeah, absolutely. That was, and and he's very thoughtful the- in the things that he hates. So it's, it's, it's not like he's glib about it. He, he, he's given it some thought. Uh, and, 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 and you have a note in here about season four being the Dan Harmon show. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious if you would like to elaborate a little bit more uh, on that for our listening audience. Okay. Yeah. So season four of the Dan Harmon show, he's been, he's done a, he's done like a prominent voice in every single episode this Mm -hmm. uh, season so far. Uh, and I'm, I keep referring to the companion podcast, not trying to get you guys to stop listening to us, but, uh, Brian mentions right away in, in his portion that this is the most Dan Harmon of all the seasons so far. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I'm not a community watcher. I'm sorry, uh, Jeremiah, <laughs> you don't listen to this podcast, but I'm sorry anyways, because he's been trying to get me to watch community as a, as a Dan Harmon fan forever. And I just, I have not done it. Uh, but I think there's an episode within one of the later seasons where they again, talk about heist movies and, and, and how heist movies suck. Uh, this isn't obviously the first time that we've talked about heist movie heists in the show. Lawnmower dog is a prime example, early example of, mm-hmm. Basically, I mean, what is Inception but a heist movie in dreams, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, going back to that kind of well in, in here, uh, I'm, I'm next week. Net, well, next episode is the Claw and Hoarder. Got get some dragon stuff in there. Um, some some fantasy role play, perhaps. That's right. That's right. So every every. I I mean I don't I don't know we have to see how the how the rest of the episodes go but uh, so far getting huge Harmon vibes uh, more so I think than the previous seasons yeah yeah I would I would agree with that uh, one other theme that seems to be consistent throughout the first three episodes of season four is sort of Rick's relationships Rick's relationship with Morty of course is a theme throughout the show. But his lack of relationships with other people, his his friendships, uh, so to so to speak, which we we've seen friends of Rick in the past. Obviously, you've got you know Squanchy and Bird Person, who is still off Phoenix pers- personing somewhere, uh, hopefully. <laughs> 
but but this season it's it's really been a reoccurring theme uh the lack of friendships in Rick's life and and I feel like this episode uh takes that a step further uh we see a lot more associates of Rick people that uh, have an affinity for Rick you son of a bitch I'm in uh, and uh, but also we see the return of Professor Poopy Butthole and we we see some of these other folks uh, sort of coming back into the fold of Rick's life while he consistently is trying to reinforce his adventuring relationship with with Morty uh, but but do you ha- do you gain any other insight or thoughts about you know the the friendships and the relationships in Rick's life having having watched this episode a couple of times? Uh, I, I guess I I just keep going back to um, looking at, at the theme so far. Uh, you, you, the the stuff with Tony last episode with him working so hard so hard to say. No, you're not my friend. But then building up this uh, this this contraption to basically impress him, right? <laughs> like maybe not impress him, but just like when you're uh, like how I take digs at you about uh, you know me not liking your jacket that you have on right now. I say, hey, nice nice jacket, ja- jacket boy, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, ho, oh, no. Brandon's just playing gags on me. You know, he loves me. He's just he's just a gagger. <laughs> Wait, that's weird. Um, that I mean, that's that's what Rick was doing to, to in in Rick's own way to to Tony in the last episode, not having not having any really close friends, and then we happen to see Mister Poopy Butthole, Professor Butthole, <laughs> Professor Poop. God, that's hard to say. Uh, this episode, and we, you know, uh, I I mentioned last night when we, when we did the the post episode kind of immediate recap that what it would have been like. Uh, this episode in in a world where uh, wedding squanchers didn't happen the way it did, and Squanchy was still around, and Bird Person was still around in in his way, would would those characters have been in Rick's crew for the random portion, right? right. Like, right. would he have not relied on random and gone to his his rocks, so to speak, his his friends, uh, and him. In 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 Coas mentions that Coas one 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 mentions this that he goes through so much effort to get Morty in this episode that it mirrors the stuff that we saw with Tony last episode. Yeah, uh, like ruin people's lives so they want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which which is part of like Rick's controlling nature and sort of his his inability to to have a healthy relationship i think he's he's trying in his own way to make sure morty wants to be around him and go on adventures with him but he he has to control that outcome and 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 make sure that it happens the way he wants it to happen he can't allow the freedom that oh maybe maybe morty pursues this netflix deal but also still wants to be around me. I have to be sure I will, I will tow the earth behind my spaceship if I have to, uh, which the physics of that is still uh, sort of clanging around up in my brain, but it's best not to think about it. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's literally going to all lengths to, to make sure that, that Morty does what he wants him to do. That that's right. I mean, it, it it go it goes back to the core of the point of Pickle Rick, which is he he just he think he has to make everything so convoluted and contrived just to maintain some semblance of control. He puts himself in these these really bad positions because he wants to maintain control. Like if 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 I put myself into a bad position, I know I'm in a bad position. And I know that it was me, my agency that put me there. Yeah. Uh, and and me taking that agency away from others is still risking a relationship, but it's still control of my own. If if that makes sense, well, in a weird way. Anyway, 
Anyway. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's an uh, asshole. What do you want? <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you want with Rick? <laughs> uh, all right. Th- th- those are some, those are some heavy talking points. Let's, let's, let's loosen it up a little bit. Let's talk about, uh, some of our favorite, uh, items, some, some favorite bits from this, this episode, this episode featured a lot of brand new side characters and background characters. Uh, the amount of new things that they have to create for these episodes probably in no small part uh one of the reasons why it takes so long for these episodes to to come out uh but we did see some really great uh characters in in the various crews and and brandon i asked you earlier uh what were some of your favorite uh new side characters that you saw in this episode you did you did ask me that uh i would say truckula you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, the first time we see Trucula, the the, the trucks eating the other, <laughs> eating the other cars, that that was that was okay. They were just like meeting Trucula, the actual driver. But then I don't, we don't really see the the driver ever again. We just see the embody. It's just the truck driving in and out of the. That's what that's what tickled me was when like Hysatron did like the the shooting. And then everyone's like, "You son of a bitch!" The yeah. the dart went into the truck, <laughs> <laughs> and and then the, all the all the the montage portions. It's just the truck driving in and out of the convention center. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really pick up on that. That's uh, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, what one of my favorite new characters uh, has to be Elon Tusk. Um, Elon Musk in in our dimension, obviously uh, a great. A uh, new friend of of Dan and Justin's, and they were able to bring him in to voice Elon Tusk, who is pretty much the same as Elon Musk, except with his tusks, he learned a little bit more humility. Uh, <laughs> and uh, one of my favorite gags he he says is uh, when they're talking, he's like, "Oh, that sounds serious. Why don't you come talk with me over here?" And they just walk off off frame, and then it pans <laughs> over, and they continue their conversation. And it's it's such a random gag, but it gets me every time I watch the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like I like Elon Tusk. Hey, perfect timing there, uh, Cybertruck guy. Oh, Cybertruck! Boom boom. Uh, uh, I, 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 I will I will I will say this about Elon Musk. Hey, stick to your ideas. Uh, I don't think you have a future in, in voice acting, bruh. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Enough of your um, jabs, Brandon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sec- second one, you left this for me. Thank you, because otherwise I would have gone with Glar, is Double Microwave. I think that's his name. Just yeah, just two microwaves on top of each other in a head. <laughs> uh, he reminds me of a background character that we see early in the heist con uh, images of a oh, yeah. character that's just like arms and a head coming out of a safe. Yeah, uh, nameless right. character back there, but uh, he just catches my eye every time. Every time, uh, every time, you, every time. you mentioned Glar. Yes, I put Glar as as one of my fa- favorite characters. Uh, I really dig his 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 hulking size with the tuxedo t shirt, um, playing piano and, uh, and oh, doing yeah. doing what he <laughs> does. Right. My name my, my name's not Glar anymore. It's Gleam, and I play piano. Hey, Gleam, play the piano. No, I don't play piano anymore. I quit. And my uh, name's Glar. Name Glar. <laughs> uh, another one I added in is Ventriloquiver. I just think this is a cool concept for uh, a character that, that shoots you with an arrow and they can talk through you. It's bizarre, and I don't know what substances so- you have to be on to come up with that, but <laughs> congratulations to the team for it's so, coming It's up. so bizarre and, and seems not very useful, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. you have to kill, you have to almost kill somebody every time to just talk through them. And then it, you're like, hey, you have an arrow sticking out of you, dude. <laughs> right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, conv- I'm convinced. Uh, but uh, interesting, interesting concept, nonetheless. Nonetheless, um, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, 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 no. After you, after you, Travis. I was just gonna, uh, I was gonna switch to our favorite bits portion. But if you have favorite something else to say, about now I was gonna do the same thing. Oh, uh, we don't have Let a script do for this. We just have show notes, guys. It's Let time me, for favorite bits. Favorite uh, bits. This, this is where Brandon and I talk about our favorite bits from the episode. Uh, 
I'm I'm going number one. Uh, Rick eating baby carrots at the truck show. It, That's right. It, it, it why I don't know, but he. I'm I'm curious if those are branded carrots, like because there's like a little like logo with a C on it. I don't know if they just made that up or if there's like a specific brand of baby carrots. My my curiosity goes to: Is there someone in the writers' room or someone on staff that eats like baby carrots all the time? And they're like, you know what? We're drawing this into the episode. I want to know there, who that's referencing. There it is. Put the baby carrots in. Uh, yeah. And in the very very beginning, he's in the he's in the chair, the the hover chair, eating Arby's. Lots of lots of cross promotional like, stuff. Get that product in placement in there. You know, keep the lights on. Uh, my my first favorite bit is, you know, uh, they mentioned Cronenberg's in in season one uh, with Cronenberg, Rick and Morty, and you know how much I love love that because I, I love I love me some Cronenberg, and you know who else I love? I love David Lynch. He is so weird and so random, and I love him so much, and I am so happy that they mentioned. Uh, that Randotron is is basically programmed with David Lynch references. Uh, I, I like I like that Rick's reference is uh, based based on the three David Lynch movies that I pretended to like, you know, to to shut my friend up or whatever. Yeah, uh, that, that Drive. feels really personal to me in some way. I don't know why. You should watch Mulholland Drive. It's not that confusing. All right. It's it like the first half is a dream. Then she wakes up and it's just kind of a nightmare thing. And you know, she's waking up and then all the bits of pieces. It's kind of like in, um, Inception. It's great. It's a great movie. Also, right. Twin Peaks, uh, the, the season, this the season that just came out, season three. Look, The Return. You have to, you have to watch. Okay, moving on. Uh, that is an AE conversation. Uh, <laughs> um, another line that. I wrote down a couple times uh, is when the, when they walk into the convention hall and Rick says it's showtime Morty and I'm not talking about that uh, cheap HBO ripoff I'm talking about it's time for a show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, I when when Heistotron takes takes over and is is about to take over uh, heist the planet. Harmon does the voice where it's like initiate heist, <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know why, I don't know why it took so. Why did he he lengthen the heist part part out? But uh, I also wrote down, and it's not even in the show notes, but there's a po- point where he he says initiate clap sequence, and then it, <laughs> clap, yeah. clap clap, and then it says slow clap achieved. Uh, yeah. Those those are those are some good verbal bits. Uh, got got to shout out Morty in his randomness subscribing to a podcast and then Swish throwing his phone right into a trash can. Uh, yeah, uh, only only thing they could have done better is uh, put a specific podcast Hey-o. in that scene. Hey yo, next we, time in the director's talk- cut maybe. We talked about it last night. If they had done that, we would have quit this podcast and be like, they made fun of us. We're out of here. Hang it up. We're done. We did it. Uh, to continue on with your your Morty favorite bit, <laughs> when he, after he does a swish, him putting just a sock on his hand to make a sock puppet, running out into the street and then laying on his back like a turtle. <laughs> so, ra- so, so random. So good, random. Good job, Randobot. Uh, we, we've talked about him already, but the return of professor poopy butthole, uh, I, I would, I'd be happy if he became like a regular character. I mean, at this point it's hard not to call him a regular. He's, he's been in so many episodes, but like having him around the house or he's, he's lost his job at the, at the university. Yeah. Just let him, let him crash with the Smith family. Let's just, let's just make it a thing. Yeah, let's 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 do it. It will make it like uh, you know, Three's Company, but Poopy's Company. Yeah, F- full poops. <laughs> uh, so I, I've I've I have two more. I'll I'll get through the, the quick one first, which is uh, the anti booby suits. Not the whole not the, the the whole segment is is funny to me, but specifically 
the giant boulder from Indiana Jones rolling out and just going boom, boom, off of Rick. <laughs> it never fails to get a tickle. Uh, and then the last, the last thing is if you screenshot the laptop that Morty's riding on, you can catch a glimpse of his epic Netflix screenplay for his heist movie. Uh, and, and, and so I want to, I want to read part of it out loud. Uh, description, suddenly a man holding rocks jumps out of the biz- the bushes. The man pulls a mask off. It's Hector. Arnaldo, by the way, that's how it's spelled. A-R-N-A-R-L-D-O. Arnaldo. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Hector. He's alive, but what about his body? Hector. That isn't a body. It's a cake I baked myself. And that's how we're going to get into the Mason Museum and heist the crystal orb, because we will all be dead but they won't realize we're made of cake. <laughs> that's that's how the script is. Like classic direct, double. Direct to Netflix. <laughs> it's all about getting that crew together. So uh, my final one is uh, the quote, your booze mean nothing to me. I've seen what makes you cheer. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that in my little memory bank uh, for any criticism I ever get the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that those are those are our favorite bits some of our favorite new characters and some of the things that really piqued our interest in this episode uh those of you in the chat watching live you guys have a bunch of great feedback uh that we will discuss as well but for those of you listening later whether uh it is uh watching it on youtube or twitch uh, on replay or if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast. We want to know what you guys think. What are the things that you liked about the episode? Maybe some things that you disagree with. Hit us up on Twitter or send us an email. Uh, we want to know your thoughts and, and we'll share some of those thoughts in a segment we call Listener Suggestions and Short Outs. It's time for the final, final part of the show. Don't try to sing, Brandon. You know you don't do music. <laughs> But uh, but that was the other thing that was in, at the in the heist con when they the did air the, horn sounds for, yeah. for the heist off. Classic, classic. Uh, I, shout out uh, on Twitter to Philip Marks. We talked about we talked. I I got into like a side comment about not understanding the whole I'm going to tell my kids meme thing that's going on. Yeah, on on Twitter, and <laughs> Philip Marks. To did the just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Put he it together said, in rapid, like yeah. record time. It was, he, it was, it was out on the twi- Twitters right <laughs> after we we finished our stream last night. Which is, I'm gonna tell my kids that this is Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, and it's a picture of of Travis and I. Yep, together. It's, uh, you know, that's the cheers, that's the f- that's the funniest one I've seen. It's the best one. Clearly. It's the best one. Love you. <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> uh, we, we also got an email this week from Jay Ritter, who was doing some some holiday shopping out at Kohl's. Uh, Kohl's, not a sponsor. Uh, although, did you know you can return your Amazon uh, orders to Kohl's now? Uh, no way. It's, it's really? A great, it's a great marketing ploy for them. Uh, and we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, but okay. <laughs> uh, he, he sent us some pictures of the 12... Rick and Morty socks bundle that you can get uh, as a as a holiday gift at Kohl's. Uh, I will. I, I responded and let him know in the email that uh, I actually got the twelve the twelve days of of Rickmas socks uh, last year. And oh, yeah. there's some fun designs. I, I love my noob noob socks. I, I wear those pretty frequently. Uh, though I will say uh, the socks are a little thin, uh, and and they don't fit great all the time. So. Oh. You know, g- cool designs, uh, not a, not the best socks, but but thank you for for sharing those with us. Uh, it is a great way to fill your sock drawer with with some Rick and Morty awesomeness. As some of the designs I saw, there was obviously some Pickle Rick Crew socks. Uh, there was an Evil Morty poster on one of them. Uh, I think I saw Unity hanging out with Rick on some socks. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. S- some other ones in there as well. I got, I got, I got to tell you, I, I don't have too many s- socks like that. I usually just have like black or white. Uh, but, but I've, I, I, what do I, I got, I got some like, like a cool, cool dad pair of socks. who was like, says cool dad. Cool dad. Like, oh, I, I like, I like these. All right. And then, then I see you wearing these like kind of cool socks. I'm like, oh, I should do that too. Um, and then I was at a Microsoft conference and I got 
uh, some some NetApp socks, and then I've got some Microsoft 365 socks. I'm like, this is great. I need some more custom designed socks. Such a Jerry. Gee. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There were some definitely some me seek socks. Some some me socks as Coles one one is 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 articulating. Um, yeah, yeah. Get get yourself some socks. Uh, <laughs> what what else we got, Brandon? Okay, uh, I I want to shout out to a few folks over on Instagram uh, who provide. Uh, I you know I I do a lot of reposting. I grab some some fan art and I repost it out there. So shout out to Alex Ortega One, Huzol underscore Inc, and a friend of the show Chase, a, aka Tough underscore Luck underscore Kid, uh, with with an awesome glutey. Um, Drawing painting. Sorry, I'm not an artist. Oh, I mean, it looks like a painting, but uh, some 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 awesome work. If you're in Twitch, you can scroll down. You can see a bunch of art that the uh, fan art that we post. And if you want fan art posted, just reach out to us at uh, Rick and Morty Podcast, and um, we will. I will get you hooked up. Well, I'll, I will we'll, hook you. We'll the post it. Post it right up on the poster. Fuck up. I will. <laughs> uh, we got we got a new review. Uh, we got this one. Uh, titled after the credits roll it's a five-star review that says i can't seem to get enough of rick and morty and these guys help fill my ears and my mm. eye holes mm. ugh, ugh. I, I it's always great to have these guys go back and forth talking or taking the audience deeper into the show keep up the good work guys that's from dude 1869 via apple podcasts thank you dude 1869 which Thank I'm assuming you. is the year you were born and not any other use of numbers. Maybe maybe that's when the term dude originated. The year was 1869 and we Bro. were looking for Bruh. for a word to appropriately describe our friendships to one another. Uh, that's also right. how uh, everybody spoke in 1869. Another special shout out. Uh, And I don't know if you did the full shout out uh, for this individual in in, in our last episode, Uh, but uh, we have we have a new Patreon supporter that we want to highlight. This is this is Derek Squeeze. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. We really appreciate that. But we also even even more than that appreciate you coming out and and creating the the first ever Florida interdimensional RSS meet and <laughs> greet uh we Brandon and I did get a chance to hang out in in Florida uh, while I was out there on vacation and Derek you uh, met up with us you said hello we got a picture we got to meet you and your wife it was it was a ton of fun so thankful that you came out and said hi and uh, yeah it's there have been a few instances where we've gotten to meet uh, fans of the show, and it's 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 a joy every time. It's so much fun. So every single time, yeah. and and, I, and I'm all, and I'm always deathly afraid of of meeting folks. And you <laughs> you are all wonderful wonderful people. And and I, um, you, you know when, when you're when you're meeting new people, you know just just kind of like hesitance, and you know like oh, man, I'll probably I'll they'll probably think I'm even more of an idiot than I am when I'm actually talking on the, the podcast. Um, but it just, it's so great meeting such positive, fun, funny, nice people out there, uh, in, and to share this fandom with you, Absolutely. uh, I just I couldn't be happier about it. So, so, so thanks again, Derek, for meeting up with us, uh, right next to the, the Lilo and stitch the, the Lilo statue that's, the the stitch statue that spits water yeah. and it was so cold that so night. cold so cold and my kid is like oh look I'm dodging water I'm like stop dodging water you're gonna get pneumonia you dumb dummy dumb anyways he's dead anyway yeah that's how he died so uh, that's our show <laughs> thank you thank you everybody for listening thank you for hanging out <clears throat> my my voice is about gone for some reason I don't know why that is uh, yeah. but yes we we do not have a new episode next week in terms of of rick and morty they're they're taking some time off uh brandon and i haven't fully figured out how we're gonna fill that void but uh i think we could come up with an episode i think maybe we can make up for the one i missed i don't know we'll we'll uh we'll we'll figure out uh something to do thank you guys so much for listening though thank you for subscribing if 
If you're listening for the first time and you haven't subscribed, please uh, hit that subscribe button, whether that's on YouTube or whether uh, it is in, in the podcatcher of your choosing. If you haven't rated the show or given us a review, we would appreciate uh, your your time in, in doing that. It helps others find the show and, uh, and, and makes us pop up even more in those those searches. Uh, and and finally, uh, just share the show with a friend. Maybe maybe you have some folks that you discuss Rick and Morty with. If you're enjoying this podcast, uh, let them know about the podcast and and maybe you know just spread the word through that guerrilla marketing. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That's right. And maybe and here's a, here's a thought. Maybe we've already done that because this was all a heist. Oh, crystal skull! Watch out, guys! Everybody looks down at everybody looks down at their phone. It's just covered in Rick's poop. It's just all. Oh no! Got him! So good. Heist bot. I'm playing a heist. Initiate slow clap. All right, that's that's it for the episode. For those of you hanging out on stream, we will do our post-show hangout uh, immediately following this. For everybody else, uh, that's that's only if you're watching live so or if you watch the video later. Uh, so make sure you follow us on Twitch or YouTube if you want to catch the post-show. Otherwise, until next week, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Oh, you said that already. Sorry.